season two of the JKR podcast powered by Black Cobra Sports. My name is Jay Shriglin and I'm the host. Let's dig into today's episode after a word from our sponsor. Welcome back to the JKR Podcast. We are here live at the 2022 17U WWBA here at the East Cobb Complex in Atlanta. We got AJ Garcia on the show, top prospect in Illinois, Indiana commit for the class of 2023. AJ, how are you doing today? I'm great, man. It's uh, it's an honor to be on the show, and I'm just I'm really excited for this interview. Awesome. I'm glad to have you. So one question I always like to ask everybody as soon as I come on the show is, for those who don't know you, how would you introduce yourself? Who exactly is AJ Garcia? Well, uh, I'm a kid from Chicago, uh, mid-size, kind of fast, pretty fast. Um, just, just always a really approachable guy, you know, just, just always willing to have fun, talk to everybody. That's really about it. You know? Awesome. Yeah. So like I said, you're committed to IU for the class of 2023. So let's begin to that recruiting process, why you chose Indiana. So when did you start talking to some teams um, throughout that recruiting process? So it started off um, kind of like towards like the spring, like summer, and it really started off when uh, I went to USA Baseball, NTIS, um, and I was balling out, bunting, you know, just stealing bags, doing whatever it takes to maximize my opportunities to play on the field. And Indiana really liked that, Derek Simmons. and. Um, he gave me a phone call after a game. I was in the car with my dad, and he really liked the way I played. And then he gave me uh, Jeff Mercer's uh, phone number. We talked that night, and he gave me an offer right on the spot. Okay, so you get that call from Coach Simmons. What's going through your mind? Obviously, I use a pretty good baseball mm-hmm. program, especially in the Big Ten. So you get that phone call after the game. What's going through your mind? What was that conversation like? And oh man, my head was spinning. I was. Absolutely thrilled. You know, Indiana was definitely one of the one of the schools I was definitely looking forward to academically as well. And when I got that phone call, I was just super honored, blessed, excited, and um, I really wanted to get on campus too because yeah. I just liked the, the vibe and energy that, my, uh, that Coach Simmons gave. Yeah. So you said that you got Mercer's phone number from that phone call as well. Yep. So how long was it until you actually spoke to Coach Mercer? Uh, it was actually a few hours later in the nighttime at my hotel room. Okay. We talked for about pretty much like an hour and a half. It was a really good phone call, good quality phone call. I just, I just it was awesome. Yeah. So you said you were playing at USA Baseball, right? So where exactly was that at? Uh, that was in uh, Keir, North Carolina. Okay. At the USA National Team uh, Complex. So when you went to, when you said USA Baseball, was that just a tournament? Was it a tournament? Was it? It was, um, so the NCIS, it's the National Team Identification Series. That's uh, like kind of like a step before the national team um, development program. So that's the, to compete for a spot to USA. Okay. So how exactly did you get connected with that USA baseball event? So I did the uh, NCIS thing in Rantoul, Illinois. It's, a south, it's just right by Urbana-Champaign, Illinois. And um, there was just like this, uh, this it's kind of like this combine where like the task force scouts of like that area can see you and watch you like through that region. Yeah. And um, you kinda, it's kind of like a round like a round so the first round was there and the second round was also there and then that third round was in North Carolina okay yeah so you, you get you talk to coach Mercy he says you offered you right on the spot so how long was it after that phone call that you actually committed to IU I say it was about two weeks okay yeah uh, I was on my way to my first uh, high school uh, high school football uh, game of the year as my, for my junior year 
and I literally committed. I was walking. I was just walking to the football field and just talking to the coach. It was an unbelievable. Never, yeah. I will never forget that day. It was amazing. So throughout that, those two weeks, how often were you talking to Simmons, Mercer? Were there, was there were you talking to Sagerman as well, or was it basically just Simmons? And Mercer? It was just Simmons and Mercer. Uh, it was almost like every day we were talking. Okay. He he like it, he was just waiting for that September first deadline to come so he can reach out to me yeah. instead of kind of having that like that middleman. To, to schedule that phone call. Yeah. So what was going through your mind when you're debating, okay, should I commit to IU now? What should I do? What's going through your head? And then when you actually knew you wanted to go to IU, like how long was it until you actually kind of gave it out to the Man, I the say public? it was it was when after like my unofficial visit, I say like, man, like this is the place I want to surround myself with these people, the atmosphere. Uh, like the baseball field, the facilities, like the weight room's insane. And then Coach Mercer and Simmons, like they treat me like one of their own. It's, it's just, it was just an amazing opportunity and a great day for my family and my yeah. community. So, yeah. So yeah. when you went on an official visit, you, you went with your parents. Yeah. Okay. So what was that like? What were, you, what were they showing you? What did you get to see on campus? Uh, so the first thing I got to see was the baseball field, and then we walked over to uh, the football stadium. We saw the facilities and nutrition. All that stuff, we get taken care of really good when I go there. And then we saw the basketball stadium. Assembly Hall is amazing. Yeah. My little sister was running around the basketball court. It was hilarious. I have some videos I snapped. Yeah. Um, and then afterwards, we came back into uh, the, the office where the coaches are, players' room, wherever. And um, we just talked about like the offer, like negotiating. Like what, like 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 what they'll provide when you get there for on campus freshman year, yeah. and like me and my parents look at each other, we're like, eh, this is the spot. Yeah. Like we're gonna go. Yeah. yeah. So like I said, Indiana is a good baseball program. Three freshman All Americans this year. A great class coming in this year. Great class for you in 2023. So do you have any relationships with guys in your class? Maybe guys who are there already, or guys who are younger than you? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, my boy T.J. Skyler, shout out to him. Um, he's probably one of the closest guys. My boy uh, Adam Swatalski, yeah, Andrew Wiggins. We got a bunch of other guys too. Okay. So yeah. So have you have you gotten the chance to play up against some of those guys? Yeah. So yeah. What, what's it like when you're facing playing travel ball or even high school for maybe TJ? You play TJ? No, no. Yeah. Okay. So when you're facing those guys in travel ball, what's it like when you're facing guys that are going to be your future teammates? Oh, it's it, like tensions are high in the moment. Like when he's catching, I'm up to the plate, just. Talking, talking a little smack, you know, get the tensions yeah. high, and that's really about it. It's all about having fun, you know. Yeah. So, what, since you've committed, when exactly? So, when exactly did you commit? I committed September third, September twenty-one. Okay, so now that almost been a year now. So, how has that relationship evolved with Mercer and Simmons? Oh uh, man, it, it's gotten a lot stronger. Um, uh, we talk a lot. We text each other whenever I, I get I get tweeted out and mentioned, or if I tweet, Simmons is always texting me like, "Hey, good job! Can't wait to get you on campus." Like he's always hyping me up and keeping me positive, you know. Yeah. yeah. So being there next fall, have you decided what your major is going to be at IU? I well, the Kelly business program is really, yeah. really important, really big. So I heard it's really hard to get into, but I'm only I'm willing for a challenge. So I think that'll probably be a big okay. decision. Also, probably like. Sport, maybe marketing in the sports, something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. I definitely yeah. want to see in like in the sports and baseball yeah. world. So sure. if you want, to, if you want to do sports management, me just doing that personally at IU, they say it's probably one of the easiest things you'll ever do. So if you want a challenge, don't be a sports manager. <laughs> I think I go. I think I maybe go to class every once in a while, and I still get A's. It's weird. Like no one's there. We have three hundred person classes, mm -hmm. and it's, we learn about the, some of the dumbest things. It's, it doesn't make like if you want a challenge, definitely go to the Kelly School of Business. Yeah. So. Um, but let's let's move on to the east the east coast east coast Sox. Mm -hmm. So how exactly did you get connected with them? So um, 
I was in Louisiana for a New Balance Combine, and the director's Joe Caruso. He was he was one of the bigger. Yeah. He was there, and he saw me play. He liked the way I played, so he asked for me to come play for them in the fall at the WWBA 16-year national championship. And so I played there, performed really well, and he liked the way I played. He liked he wanted me to see me in Jupiter for the 17-year. Yeah. And man, that was just an incredible experience. Obviously, I didn't get much playing time because that's more for the 2022 yeah. grads at the time. But I still got on the field during pool play games. Pitching was insane. Atmospheric scouts everywhere. It was it was an awesome experience. And then once I liked the philosophy of keeping faith related into the game, um, that's something I really wanted to surround myself with people. So I decided to ask to play for them in the summer, and they said. So, yeah. yeah. So who did you play with before the East Coast Sox? Uh, I played with the lead baseball trainer out of Chicago. Okay. Um, a lot of my a lot of my close friends played for that program. Just like a local, it, it was it was an awesome experience. Just to stay loose, have fun. Um, competition wasn't like the highest level, yeah. but I mean it was still competitive. You know, like still trying to win some hardware. But yeah, I, I just thought at my I thought it was just my time to go. I thought I'd just surround myself with just like just like going down south, playing like. I don't want to say like higher level. I don't want to be like that guy yeah. and say like no, higher competition, yeah. but yeah, I just, want, I just want to surround myself with that. Yeah, so what's probably the biggest difference that you've seen between playing for that first team and now playing for East Coast Sides? I want to say just like the, the mental part, like the high level IQ, like when it comes to the pitching, like people are throwing changeups for pitch. And I usually never see that. I usually just see fast, I expect the fast, I want to see changeups, curveballs, anywhere in the order where you're banging first or nine, doesn't matter. And then just like small little things, like picking up your teammates whenever they get out, switch like rolling it up. It's quick. Yeah. Like tempo is like the tempo is quick. It's different. Yeah. Baseball is a lot different down here. Yeah. So I also see that you play for the Ray Scout team. So is that technically just is that what you're got? Yeah. Shocked? So is yeah, that yeah, yeah, that? yeah, yeah. We came, we became this is our first year becoming an MLB Scout team. Okay. So what is the difference from that compared to not being an MLB Scout team? Have you really? Is there really I don't a really think there team? is a difference. It's just like to refer like the scout team as being like preferably like the number one team. Okay. Out of like that organization. Okay. So you've got a couple weeks left of your travel ball career. So this WWBA now. What else do you guys got going on this? Summer? This is this is this is. It. So this is this is your last week of playing travel ball. Yep. So looking back now, you've played travel ball for a while. What are some of the memories you look back on? And be like, man, I'm gonna miss these days. What are some things that you think of when you think of travel ball? Just waking up at 6 a.m. for those 8 a.m. games, I'll never forget that. Um, just always like playing for like the name on your chest. I think that means really a lot to me. And also for the last name as well, representing my family. And just you know, just going out there and playing the game that I love the most, you know. And it's, it's something I'll never forget as a kid. Um, I look forward though to my future though, but. Travel ball is something I'll never forget in my life, though. Yeah. So now you head into your senior year. you got one year of high school baseball left. So what's the outlook on next year's season? Well, um, so our head coach, he decided to leave. So things are going to be a lot different um, at DePaul. Um, I'm looking forward to those. It's going to be a lot different. Um, but, um, you know, the guys and I are excited. My classmates are excited. And they're just ready to ball out yeah. in front of our huge crowd. So. Yeah. so are you ready to be a senior? Absolutely. You, are you ready to take on that, that being a captain? Or Absolutely. were you kind of a captain last year? I was kind of a okay. captain, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so you said Northside. So that's kind of where DePaul College is at yeah. too, right? So is that is that somehow related or they both just have the same Yeah, name? so that's kind of like the feeder school to get into DePaul University. Okay. And it's I say it's like there's a couple campuses. There's one in Lincoln Park. Uh, that's like the one I'm probably closest to. Um, 
There's also one like in like Park Ridge, Norwich area. It's it's more for just like like what like major you're doing. Okay. But um, yeah, it's it's I say it's roughly like two three miles away from okay. the school. So for those prep schools, you have a, like a major technically in high school. Is that what you mean? Mm, no, I don't think okay. I don't think so. It's just like just like the level of courses you take are just higher level kind of. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So you said north side of Chicago, DePaul's close to Wrigley. So mm -hmm. how close do you live from Wrigleyville? I say I'm about two, three miles, so I say like 10, 15 minutes. Okay, so easy car ride or even a yeah, subway ride? exactly. So how often are you going to Wrigley in the summertime? Um, I go I go there pretty often. Like my friends live in that area, just just hanging out, just walking around. Because obviously, like since Wrigley's in a neighborhood, it's a lot different than other yeah. ballparks other than Fenway. Um, it's just a great atmosphere, great vibe over there. I just love it there. Yeah, well, I'm a big Cubs fan too. Being from Indiana, obviously, it's either that or the White Sox. The White. Or you, I guess you got the Reds. Yeah, but why would you want to be a Reds fan? That's true. I'm from northern. I'm from northern Indiana. Yeah, so it's, yeah. I guess either that or the Tigers. And yeah. the Tigers. Tigers are, are never good. So, what was that like in 2016, living in that area and just seeing the whole thing unravel oh. from us sucking in 2014 to being good in 15 and then winning it all in 16? What was that crowd like? Like, what was just what were you seeing being an actual neighbor or like being actually in that neighborhood yeah so i was actually in my house in game seven and when they tied it up like i had like a really sick feeling in my stomach like i didn't feel good afterwards i was getting nervous and then um ben's over he came up close with that double and it kind of took off from there and once that final out came i went like absolutely insane like we went like on a car drive honking the horns lighting up fireworks it was insane yeah. and then later on we went to the cubs parade and man, that was an insane, was, insane crowd there. Yeah. Oh man, it me, was awesome. So me and my dad growing up, we always talked about, we're, we're always big Cubs fans. Yeah. We're like, well, we're rebuilding right now. We got Chris Bryant in single A, Schwarber at that time, Solaire and yeah. all that. We're like, when the Cubs win the World Series in 2018 or 19, let's go to the parade. Well, it happened a lot quicker than expected. Mm -hmm. I was like 14 at the time. My dad was like, be no fun taking a 14 year old with me. Yeah, I was in sixth grade when that happened. So, so I was just like, yeah. so I never get, got to go, but we were like, oh, well, we're going to win a couple more World Series with this team. That didn't happen. Yeah, that's but not the case. The I, guess, I guess here in maybe seven, eight years, maybe when these guys were drafted now or yeah. coming up, maybe we, maybe yeah, I can go absolutely. to a World Series yeah, parade yeah. or something. Yeah, right now we're just on a little bit of like a, like a restock. Like yeah. Our farm system's okay. I mean, we'll be, I say we'll be, we'll definitely be. Competing for a postseason spot. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Who? So who are we picking this year in the draft? Number seven. Tomorrow John. Wait. John, John, yeah, John, Johnson. Johnson's a, a, a guy that people have been mocked for. Yeah. To pick. Yeah. But right now we're for the 2023 draft. We're like projected to be like the third or fourth pick. Yeah. So out of the guys that you've played against, who would you want the Cubs to pick? Man, I don't even know. That's why people would be saying Max Clark, you know. Well, like. that's that's who I want. Just obviously be Max from Indiana. Yeah. I, mean, I would like to see Max go. But yeah. I don't think Max is gonna fall to number four. We'll see though. I mean, yeah. who knows, man? Like the drafts is really weird. That it all depends on like money. Yeah. Like in like certain slots. So yeah. 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 So let's let's dig onto your on the field play a little bit. So if you were a scout watching your game, what would be your personal scouting report on yourself? That could be. Playing in the outfield, yeah. being the batter's box, or even in the dugout watching you with your teammates. Yeah, um, I would say um, obviously really fast, plus speed, plus arm in the outfield. Um, has the ability to bunt both sides, first and third, um, and um, just all, overall great teammate. Um, always picks each other up, and um, also like hitting, hitting. Also would hit hard line drives, gap to gap, 
and also good range in the outfield. Also okay. the ability to pitch. Uh, I've been yep. upper 80s. I've hit 91 before. So, yeah, but so yeah. Perfect game lists you as an outfielder and a pitcher. Yep. So is that your plan at IU, or are you thinking yep. you might just be an outfielder? Definitely, since uh, the velocity jump came like around the fall into the winter. Okay. And then the spring with high school ball, that's when it really took off. I'm like, you know what, I think I'm going to start pitching. Because okay. my pitching coach will help me out working on multiple pitches, change-ups, curveballs throwing it for strikes. So. Okay, so yeah. when you're on the mound, what exactly is your pitching repertoire? Like, what pitches are you throwing? So I throw two-seam, four-seam, knuckle curve, change-up. Okay, so are there any other pitches you're wanting to add, or are you thinking you're with those four right now? Everyone's saying I should throw a cutter. Cutter? Are you working Lefty on Lefty is a cutter. No, I'm not working on it right now, but okay. definitely something I'll keep in mind for sure going into the fall and winter. Okay, so you say a knuckle curve. That's not something many people throw. So yeah. how exactly did you get... How exactly did you start throwing that pitch? That was actually me and my brother a long time ago. Okay. I say like probably starting like around like 13U, I started throwing it a lot and it kind of stuck with me like just like the feel of the pitch. Like sometimes it kind of has like a slurve type of action, but some days it's actually like a 12-6 type of action. Okay. Yeah. All right. So let's flip it around. Let's talk about in the batter's box. So when you're on the on-deck circle, you're watching the guy in front of you, you're watching the pitcher, what's going through your mind? And then when you walk up to the batter's box, what are you trying to do with each at-bat? Each at-bat, I'm trying to do whatever it takes to get on first base. Okay. Because I know, I know my speed and I know my athleticism, so the goal is to always get to first base no matter what, whether it's a drop dirt strike, base hit, you name it, walk. Yeah. yeah. So are you generally the leadoff guy? Yeah. Okay. So you're just your main goal is just to get on base no matter how you can. Absolutely, okay. yeah. Okay. So if you had to maybe model your game, obviously you're a Cubs fan, but watching other major league teams, are there guys that you model your game after a little bit? Or you yeah, kind of absolutely. just focus on your Yeah, uh, I know Jazz Chisholm, he's, okay. he's one of them. Yep. Yeah, he, I just love love his swagger, yeah. the vibe, the, like the like the passion, the max intent that he gives and his at-bats. Also, sweet lefty swing. Um, but for an outfielder, though, I would I would say like Bryce Harper, Shohei Otani. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, yeah, those guys for sure. So, like you said, this is your last week ever playing travel ball. So, who has been the hardest pitcher that you faced in travel ball or in high school? And then who's the hardest pit hitter that you faced when you've been on the mound? Um, I want to say, starting with high school ball, um, this pitcher named uh, Owen Murphy. He was actually a two-way player of the year through perfect game. Okay. Really good player. Definitely going to be a draft pick for sure uh, in a couple weeks. And um, I, he was up to 96. But he was, in our game, it was his first outing, so there's a ton of pro scouts at our home game. And uh, he was roughly like 91, 94. Okay. And uh, I struck out looking and then uh, really high, just missed the home run. I was just under it. It's a routine high fly ball. Yeah. yeah. So you hit, before you hit the IU next fall, what is the biggest thing in your game that you want to work on? What I want to work on, I say definitely the hitting. You know, hitting like um, has been a little bit of a struggle. I want to say I, I don't, I, I don't mind admitting it. Um, just like, just working on just like keeping like the same tempo, timing on different because every pitcher is different. Like, like the way they work, you yeah. know, the different timing, all that stuff. So I want to work on that and also, also pitching too. As well. Pitching could be definitely a thing I could be doing in the future as well. I, I want to work on that. And also just, just more bunting, really, yeah. more bunting, because I'm definitely gonna be using that as well. Because Simmons really liked that when he first saw me in person. Yeah. So are you? So now that you're kind of technically thinking of being a pitcher at you, are you talking to um, what's the what's the pitching coach name? Or is that Simmons? No, Simmons is not. Uh, I don't. So I don't even know who the pitching coach is. Name. That's crazy, right? Because whenever whenever I talk to pitchers about yeah. like their recruiting process, they talk about at the glance, is it maybe? So. Okay, they talk about how Glance's presentation to them was like out of the water, the best yeah. presentation they've ever seen because he goes through like 
their grip personally, mm -hmm. like through a presentation, they said it's hands down the best presentation. Yeah. Even the guys who are getting recruited by mm -hmm. like Alabama, Vandy, Tennessee, yeah. like big, those big schools, they say they're his presentation is hands down the best. But let's let's move on to the advisor. Are you talking about the advisor? Yeah. Obviously, before I restarted, I told you that's what I'm trying to be after I graduate from Miami. Yeah. So when I get a player on, I like to talk about just the player side of things, yeah. how it all got started. Exactly. So when exactly did you get connected with the advisor you were currently so um, it started off in Jupiter. Um, one of my one of my really good buddies who was also, who was also on the East Coast Sox, uh, Darnell Parker Jr. And um, that was his advisor. Okay. And I I had multiple options. A lot of advisors reached out to me, and they came up to me, and they wanted me to re they wanted to represent me. And I kind of like hesitated because I didn't really like want to get into that because like once I committed, like it kind of started happening with yeah. the advisor. So I'm like. I just committed. I want to go to college, and now it's potentially like MLB draft stuff. So I kind of, my head's still spinning a little bit. I'm still kind of confused about this stuff and how that works. Okay. And I didn't even know until like at that moment when I knew like advisors could like be like mm -hmm. talking to like yep. kids my age. Yep. So, um, so I talked to um, the Rosenhaus Group, RSR Baseball. I talked to Ty Smith and uh, Connor Salter, I believe. Okay. Yeah. Um, and they saw me play like the way I played. And um, they, we started talking, exchange, exchange numbers, and they really wanted uh, to like me, like to represent them. So uh, we we talked to Jason Rosenhaus. He's like the head of that for baseball, and um, we talked. And honestly, like I really like the relationship, I like the vibe that they were giving, kind of like with IU, and just like the trust story that they're going to give and what they're going to do for me in the future when I go to IU. Yeah. And I, I just, it was, it was awesome. Yeah. Just a good handshake for handshake and took off from them. Yeah. yeah. All right, so you, you said you had multiple guys that were reaching out to you. So how, what was the main source of them reaching out to you? Was it like in person at Jupiter? Was it through text message? How exactly were they reaching out to you? So they were more reaching out towards like in person. Um, one of them was the, the Harrison group. Uh, I was talking to them at the Perfect Game Underclass Learning Games in San Diego, California. Talked to him there. We built a really good relationship there too. I just didn't really know like what to do at that point because like I just committed at that time, so I I was still kind of like confused. I didn't really like want to like kind of like like think about it too much. Yeah. I kind of just wanted just just focus and just finishing the fall. Yep. And just get, play ball. Go, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. So let's. I got a couple more questions for you. Um. Just let's move on from the baseball field a little bit and it off. So what are some of the things you like to do when you're not playing baseball? Hanging out with hanging out with my friends. Obviously lifting. I love lifting. Um, obviously, that's not only for just like my satisfaction, but also be better at baseball. And um, play video games, play on the PS5. I have an Xbox, PC. Play with my buddies there. Okay. Yeah. So, what video games are you playing when you're playing? MLB The Show, GTA. Uh, sometimes play Call of Duty. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, obviously, besides going to Wrigley Field watching the Cubs, be it in your hometown, what are some of your favorite things you like to do? Because obviously, Chicago is a huge town with a bunch of stuff. Absolutely. So um, I love going to um, the lakefront, going to the ledge with my buddies. Um, we usually always bike there, like the MTV bikes. We usually sometimes take those or our own bikes. Um, I also like to go to like this place called Water Tower Place. It's like this mall yep. like, in downtown, really nice. Honestly, like just being in downtown, it's just like a great vibe. Like I love like walking around there, just doing. There's so much to do, so much to do. And there's also this one fitness called Midtown. It's like a, it's in uh, it's in Bucktown area. I like my Lakeview area, and uh, it's just an insane like um, like gym facility. They have pools, weight rooms, saunas. It's like it's also really good for recovery too. Yeah. Like they have like steam rooms for your body, so it gets really hot. 
and you have the pool lifting. It's it's really really fun place. Yeah. yeah. All right. So one last question for you. So I'm big into NIL just because I'm, I guess trying to be an agent. I like mm -hmm. that type of stuff. With NIL coming out last year, and now once you head to IU, you'll be eligible to start yep. making a little bit of money off your marketing. Have you thought about it like a dream brand that you'd love to work with? And it can't be Nike or Adidas or anything yeah, like yeah. that. I get too many of those. No. No Nike or Adidas or stuff like that, like a true brand that you would like to... Honestly, um, have you heard of Candy Swedish Fish? I love that candy. Like the, like the red fish? Yeah, they're really, yeah. I love, yeah. man, I've been eating those things like for my, my whole life. With my mom, my dad, you know, candy, you know, like I love candy, yeah, man. Awesome. All right. Something <laughs> different, you know? Well, I, that was the last question I had for you. Really appreciate you coming on yeah, the show. Man, I'm sure. looking forward to seeing you. you in Bloomington. Yeah. That, well, I guess two springs from now. Yeah. I'll be there. It'll be my senior year. Hopefully you ball out as a freshman. So really appreciate you coming on Absolutely, the show. Absolutely, man. Thank you, man. Appreciate awesome. it. Have a